Welcome to the Kankle Fritz and Friends podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. My name's Kankle Fritz. Here's some highlights from today's show. 15% of the population has called in sick because of a stubbed toe. (laughs) (laughs) So now we're like opening the floodgates here at 888 You can tell us why you couldn't go to work or if you're a manager or an HR director, we got to (laughs) know. What are the goofiest excuses you've heard? Consider this your outlet. <laughs> exactly. Triple eight, triple eight, nine nine seven six. Now, this is yourself. What happened with you? Hi, I actually had to go into my boss's office and tell him I needed to take Friday afternoon off because I had to bail my dad out of jail. But he wasn't really in jail. But they were going to come and arrest him. And my dad had four dogs that he was watching. One was the neighbor's. One was my sister's, and two was his. So the city inspector came along and said, "You have too many dogs." you have to pay a fee. And they issued him a ticket. And he goes, well, I'm not paying the ticket. So he called up and he left a message going, hi, one dog is my sister's, one dog is the neighbor's, and I have two dogs. Well, that person left their position and a new person came in and dad never paid the fine and Uh-oh. they never noted what was going on. So they issued a warrant for his arrest. Oh, no. Oh, oh wow. And he goes, I can't go to jail. He's like 60 years old. And he's like, I can't go to jail. And I'm like... It was the most embarrassing thing to have to go in. Hi, boss. I need time off because they're going to arrest my father and I need to go bond him out. Oh, my goodness. Well, imagine your dad. What are you in for? (laughs) Too Too many many dogs. (laughs) Family Life Radio talking about where you met your man because one-fourth of women say the best place to meet a guy is at the mall. (laughs) Kind of surprised by that. Yeah. Yeah. Family Life Radio. We actually, I was thinking about it, I'm like, oh, we actually kind of did meet at the mall because um, I won a radio contest uh, to go on a party bus, and the bus picked us up at a mall. <laughs> you won a radio wow. contest, and the bus picks you up at the mall, <laughs> and that's where you met and him husband, on the party bus. Your future husband yeah. is on that bus. Yes. Wow. Well, because they were picking, yeah, it was like a funny story. My, I was telling my best friend, oh, I'm like, that one, that other guy looks kind of cute. I'm like, they're for sure not going on the bus. They're just shopping at the mall. Well, no. Wow. So, yeah, well, hey. And the rest is history. That's right. <laughs> God had a plan, so. Exactly. Oh, that's perfect. Now, what so did you funny. have to do to win this uh, party bus? contest well it was um a dj's birthday and you just had to call in oh. so i didn't do anything too crazy for, for his birthday he had a party bus <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> you know maybe we should hook up with christian mingle and do our own little love uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, together some holy unions <laughs> That's hilarious. I'll show up in yeah. uh, adult diapers and a bow and arrow. <laughs> Earlier we found out one-fourth of women say that the mall is the best place to meet a guy. I think that's yeah. hilarious. Oh, my goodness. There in the food court and the Chinese food. <laughs> there, he oh, there he is. You both reach for the same sample of teriyaki chicken. That's right. <laughs> So, you, uh, where'd you meet your husband? You said that this started with him at work? There were no nice girls where he worked. So she said, I know of a girl who doesn't drink, smoke, or party, but I'm not going to introduce you. You have to go in the library to find her. So he did. The first night he came in, I wouldn't talk to him because my boss was eyeballing me. So he came in a week later and told me how he knew of me. 
and that was 41 years ago. Uh-huh. Wow. Slipped you a little note, hey, meet me by the card catalog. That's right. <laughs> Met in December, engaged in May, and married in August, and we're coming up on our 41st anniversary. That's awesome. I love it. So, as you're dating, you're like, let me tell you about the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> hey, I'm Tasha Layton, and by supporting Family Life Radio, you are supporting the artists who make the music you love. You are the reason behind what we do. Thank you. You can give safely and simply at myflr.org. You've got good news. You want to hear what's going on? Give us a call. 888-888-9976. Rosie is with us. Tell us what happened. My mom left when I was five, and she was gone out of our lives for 35 years. Well, just March, she came back into our lives, and we were able to spend Christmas with her. Oh, um, wow. It's a little hard still. Obviously, you know, the resentment rises up. But sure. I'm trying to not make her keep repaying for her mistakes, you know, because obviously God doesn't do that wow. to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing the best I can to try to forgive her. But it, I've told, heard you guys say many times, you know, it's a daily choice. And it, it's difficult, but we're, we're making it. She's Like I said, she's been gone for 35 years, and we were able to finally spend Christmas with her. Wow. wow. I think that's like the definition of bittersweet. That's, it's, that's true. There's yeah. the yeah. joy, <laughs> and yet there's the reality that we have to deal with our feelings, our memories, our regrets. I think your resolve to have this relationship is beautiful. Like, that commitment is amazing. Thank you. You know, she told me, maybe one day you can just let it all out. Just let me have it. I'll sit there. I'll take it. And I'm like, but then that's making me relive it. You know, and I don't think that would benefit either one of us. I think I truly need to give it to God and just let it be because he doesn't make me have to keep reliving my mistakes. Mm. I mean, you know, I'm really trying to focus on that, but I'm going to lie. It's hard. That's (laughs) tough. But I mean, I know it's worth it. It was nice to finally get that Christmas moment. I mean, we're adults now and I have kids of my own, but it was still what we've been waiting for for so many years, you know? So it was it was nice. But thank you guys for everything that you guys do. You guys are on my radio. I don't change my station. Mm. I've got my kids singing your guys' songs now. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so thank you guys very much. We're talking about those that have gone, gone fun of, above and beyond the call of duty. And who's this? Hi, this is Renee. Renee, where are you calling from? Uh, Medland, Texas. What's going on, Renee? Oh, I want to tell you a little bit about my friend, Cheryl. You were talking about people who go above and beyond. Yeah. And she had a precious friend who had pancreatic cancer. And um, basically, she lived about three hours from where we do. And she would go there. And for about the last three months of this lady's life, she went and stayed with them and um, basically became a caregiver and a reliever for the husband so that uh, he could continue to work and, you know, just have a little bit of a break from caregiving. And Cheryl is just such an inspiration to me and just in awe of the time and the love that she showed to her friends. That's awesome. It's beautiful. It's amazing to think of when you realize how intense it can be to care for somebody who's on their way to heaven. Yeah. Yeah. And to give up everything she gave up to go do that. That's so selfless. Absolutely. Yeah, you just described her perfectly. Mm. (laughs) What are you up to today? Uh, Working. Oh, what do you do? (laughs) 
Um, I work for a children's clinic. We're a ministry providing medical care for kids who don't have insurance. Well, aren't you awesome? Oh, wow. wow. I love this. Man. <laughs> well, you're doing the same thing then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I just get to be the hands and the feet of all the precious people who give donations to the clinic and make all that possible. Wow. I love that. Yeah. Thank you for what you do. You're a Absolutely. blessing to so many. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for what you do. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. you. No. <laughs> so this sound right here. I know a place where the birds sing bass. That is, I know a place where the bird sings bass. <laughs> I just realized what she was singing. <laughs> That's interesting. 85-year-old man found a recording of his mother, who's yeah. obviously passed away a long time ago, singing to him as a little boy, mm-hmm. and it meant so much to him. So we're just talking about, you know, things that you found meant, you know, meant so much to you. Triple eight, triple eight, nine nine seven six. Brenda's with us. So what happened? Father bought a farm, and we were metal detecting outside the window by the cellar, and he found a ring, and he picked it up and dusted it off handed it to me and said, here, you can play with this. Put it in a jewelry box. Years later, married, kids of my own. Pull that out. We clean it up. It's an aquamarine, which I'm the only daughter with that birthstone. Worth over $1,000. It's become this heirloom Ooh. of every girl in the family who gets married wears this blue ring. Oh, <laughs> Do you guys know where the ring came from? Because was it in the family or just somebody else left no, it there? We don't know where the ring came from. Yeah. Um, we are a small community. And so we know the people who owned the farm before us. And they knew of no one that lost a ring like this. They had no idea where it came from. Huh. So um, don't know. My father passed in 89. So wearing that ring was kind of like everybody having him there for their special day. Oh, that's neat. I love that. Yes. That's beautiful. <laughs> You know, I'm going to take this call in a slightly different direction. Oh. Hey. This was your dad with the metal detector? Yes. How old was he when he got it? Mm, late 40s. Oh, okay. Never yeah. mind. 40s. <laughs> Where were we headed? Well, there's absolutely nothing wrong with this activity, but well, my father-in-law just got a metal detector and uh-huh. he's retired and, uh-huh. you know, there's something about, I always see older men with metal detectors. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe that's what happened when you retire. Hey, uh, uh, what are you doing? Gonna go to the park and look for some metal? Oh, no. <laughs> what kind of joy do you have to report? We want to hear from you right now. Triple eight, triple eight, nine nine seven six. What do you got for us? One day I was picking up a friend to take him to work, and in the parking lot was a lotto ticket. And I thought, well, it's probably a loser. And I said to the Lord earlier that day, I said, I need $20, Lord. I don't know how you're going to give it to me, but I just need $20. That ticket that I found that somebody threw out was my $20. Oh. <laughs> nice. I'm going to follow you around right. a little bit. That's right. Family <laughs> Friday will give us your joy report. And Hurricane Michael, and I just moved back in, and I had three pods of furniture off my back patio. So when the pods were removed, I told my son, Go get my John Deere tractor. We're going to plant a garden. So good came out of a wicked pods and a wicked hurricane to where I planted a garden of just pure joy. And 
putting the seeds in the ground God created to grow fruit and food and corn and okra and tomatoes, you name it, to feed so many people is just an amazing thing to walk out there and look at the miracle of God. I want a garden of joy, too. (laughs) (laughs) Morning, what can we do for you? Well, I'm calling from Iowa, and I'm calling about your heirloom piece. Yeah, so we've got this guy who found a recording of his, uh, well... He's 85 when he found it. His mom's singing to him as a baby. Uh-huh. And we're just curious, have you found anything like that? 888 So tell us what happened. And mine is a different kind of heirloom in that my parents are 88 and 89 and, my, and are very deep in their faith, very deep in their faith. And my mother has this phenomenal singing voice. Mm. And we were in church one day. My sister-in-law kept turning around and looking at me. And after church, she says to me, I had to keep looking at you because I'm looking at your mom standing in front of me, but I'm hearing her voice coming from behind me and told me that I sounded exactly like my mom. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Every day I thank God for that blessing because I sing with the radio. And whenever I sing, I think of my mom. I'm going to make her a recording because like at Christmas time, she's starting to slip a little, you know. And at Christmas time, she was so sad. And I sang one of her favorite Christmas carols to her and held her hand and had her sing with me. (laughs) And it's something that I will have with me forever. And I tease her because I tell her I have your arthritis and I have your bad knees, but God blessed me with your voice. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast. We would appreciate it so much if you could rate, review, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. You can also find more exclusive content at myflr.org and FLR Mornings on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you support Family Life Radio, thank you.